the only person you're gonna scare is yourself. Charlie, what are you oh, doing? Keep the noise down. What are you doing here? Mace, just in time. There's a whole load of police here. Think they're worried you're gonna hurt yourself. Or someone else. <laughs> How many children are you friends with? Hello and welcome to Netflix. I'm Express.co.uk's TV editor Helen Kelly and I'm guiding you through what's binge-worthy and what's been-worthy this week on Netflix. So we are rapidly approaching the end of everyone's favourite drug crime drama, New York Fable Power. We are back after a mid-series break as we try to answer who shot Ghost. Each episode this month has told the story of a suspect and we are slowly debunking the various theories to bring this four-year epic to a close. I'm joined by Express Online's answer to Lucretia, Rebecca Hudson, and Alex Davies to discuss. Oh, so kind. But I don't I'm, get a power analogy. No, I, but I think that, that's quite fitting. Yeah. Um, I'm putting that on my on every bio I have on the internet. That expresses <laughs> answer to Lakeisha. Thank you for such a warm welcome to your yeah. humble podcast. Thank You're you. welcome. So shall we dive straight in? Mm. so mm-hmm. first episode everyone was very hyped for this couldn't wait to find out what happened to jamie st patrick mm-hmm. and it was dre's episode yeah so the second half of the of series six has been about has been it's an episode it's been devoted to each suspect in the murder of drug kingpin jamie st patrick and we started with dre the episode was called still dre which obviously is a reference to dr dre's seminal yeah, no matter that Seminal. There's been some great music actually in the second half of this series. I thought. Um, I, I firstly, I just feel like we were coming back after the mid-season break. It was the first episode of the new year, and I think starting with Dre, who I kind of consider a secondary character in the Ooh. whole. Sorry, in the whole series, I thought it was really a weak, limp-wristed start um, to sort of solving the case of, you know, the sexiest drug dealer alive. Um, so I thought it, I just thought it was a weird start, truly. Um, and I can see why they've done it, though. Really, like I would like the fact that they've left Tate's episode, who's an even more t- thir- like I was going to say tertiary, but like secondary character. Than Tertiary's great. <laughs> <laughs> is even more secondary than Dre. Yeah. They've left him to be the penultimate of the series. So to get Dre's out of the way straight away, I don't mind that. He wasn't my favorite character, but I feel like uh, I wouldn't have hated if they like swap those episodes around really? i quite liked dre i mean a bit of an, oh, you know. yeah i agree with you rebecca like the highlight of that episode was watching him die yeah watching him die which He's we'll get done, to gone yeah, end of end of so the, so the story was so he'd obviously been framed for the murder of mm. uh jason who was the head of the serbian so he was um framed for his murder by ghost mm-hmm. um and was making plans to leave new york with his kid and his beautiful baby mother and then a sort of series of unfortunate events unfolded and he ended up in prison with two of tommy's former kind of gang members the one who wears the glasses and the one with the lisp. Two-bit and spanky. Yeah. Two-bit and spanky. Although I do think they go by that more than their actual <laughs> names, yeah. They were just comedy characters in the first... I mean, we can yeah. get to two-bit and spanky. Um, and he ends up in prison um, in a cell and came to a, a pretty hot, flaming end, didn't he? As as they, as they set him on fire, apparently in a 
highest security penal institution in the centre yeah. of New York, you're able to set an entire person and their cell on fire. In solitary confinement. In solitary well, confinement. Yeah. Um, in the era of CCTV, and I imagine there were prison prison guards in this prison, but plot holes aside, Dre, uh, Dre was, was burnt alive um, in his prison cell. I'll ignore the plot holes for Dre's death, to be honest. I think um, mother writers have, so yeah. no one got worried. Dre was always responsible for plot holes, though. Like, he, he just kind of wriggled in and out of sort of prosecution and everything else didn't he, throughout the series he had more than nine lives yeah that was a big thing that like everybody got really really annoyed at it's like he, his plot armor was just ridiculous yeah yeah and like he just kind of kept doing deals didn't he with the district attorney to sort of testify against anyone and everyone um to, to escape being in prison yeah so you're completely right so he had this kind of ridiculous plot armor all through the six series um yeah dre's kind of wriggled in and out of various kind of storylines and trouble um but we now know that he wasn't responsible for ghost's death his motivation for killing ghost would have been that he was his protege ghost had framed him for various murders you know he'd been kind of promised um to sort of take over ghost business and he was kind of being groomed wasn't he to sort of run his own corners etc mm. and wasn't so he he had been super betrayed by ghost and tommy um and ultimately you know was at was snuffed out She's a sort of fire analogy by yeah. by Tommy. Yeah, I mean you. A suitable ending, I think. Yeah, you just. I felt a bit bad. I quite liked Dre. Oh no, he was a bad guy certainly, but I didn't think he was developed enough to be. I thought he was he was annoying, and I resented him getting screen time rather than thinking he was this kind of evil incarnate character. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just think they could have worked harder to make him more clever and more unlikable, but he was actually annoying because, like you say, he just kind of bounced around like a ping pong um, ball and and kind of just survived, you know, a very various scrapes. I have another issue with this episode, which is that they sort of introduced a sort of complicated relationship with his mother. So obviously he turns up at his mum's house, um, threatens to kill her. She then kind of appear, fight, arrives in prison with his mother of his child and his kid. And there's a kind of weird, tense um, sort of face-off that they have through the glass. And I, I just didn't understand why we were introducing this like really complicated matrilineal issue. Well, they've done that throughout the these final episodes. They just keep adding like these very deep-seated backstories yeah. that we just have not seen or been exposed to whatsoever. It, yeah, so, yeah, so we fi- so we learned sort of five minutes before Dre is, is charred to death that, you know, he'd had this... His mother was incredibly religious, wasn't she? There was this... She had this... She had like, almost like an evangelical kind of religious side to her and then obviously had been a very cold and uncaring mother, one assumes, and that he... It was the suggestion that he'd been kind of battling with the church for her affection and then he flips and he wants to kill her. I just... I, I'm like, where did all that come from? Like, why do I care? 20 minutes before he's before the credits. Didn't they he could like have brought res- that in earlier. Yeah. Like, didn't he start reciting Bible verses at one mm. point? Yeah. Which is like, but that could have been, right? That could have been really, really, in- that could have been an interesting, you know, we obviously have seen Tommy and the relationship with his mother. We've seen Taj in the relationship with her mother. You know, sort of parents and the impact that parents have had and see it ultimately between Ghost and his son, Tariq. Like, there, that has been, the idea of kind of legacy in parenting has been a theme in power. So I don't get why we only got Dre's, you know, just before the end, and I don't really know what what it added, what it what we learned from it. I, I don't know. Maybe something to do. I mean, he killed that priest like a season or so. Well, ago, yeah, but so, but so so that could have all, you know there, there could have been this really interesting thing about him kind of you know feeling neglected by like his mother's overwhelming like love for church and like the devotion that she had for the Bible and verse and the, the, her not caring for him, and that's why he felt he had to kind of protect his own child at no uh, at any cost and that's what you know that's why he was so desperate to kind of carve I don't know I just think there could have been some really interesting 
depth to him that just was never there. And I then they kind of sprinkled it on the end. We just got let down, really, I think, by Dre's character. It was just full of, like, plot holes and he was just a bit annoying. And there's just so much... I just feel like he kind of went from being, like, Kanan's kind of pal in, like, season one, two. Mm. And then when Kanan went, he was like, okay, actually, I can do it. I'm, I'm like, sorting it out. And he just did, couldn't live up to it. I just think he didn't learn anything. No. You kind of never took it. it... You never take him seriously as, like, a competitor to Ghost, really. Apart from when he took his shirt off, that I would take. I took him quite seriously then. I've never seen a body like it. It was incredible, wasn't it? You know when he has to do the strip, you know when he sort of strip search where he goes into prison? Yeah, but he's he's just not Amari, is he? No, he's not. No. (laughs) But he came a close second. Anyway, but it wasn't him that killed Amari, so whatever. We've still got four episodes to go. We do. So yeah, so Dre, I mean, yeah, still Dre, still bored. R.I.P. Yeah, not really missed him. No. Well, that kind of leads us on to the next episode, which... I think we were all disappointed with again, which was Paz's episode. <gasps> should we just should we just go to the episode after that yeah. instead? We can't, we can't. <laughs> we have to address this and like how disappointing it was because obviously Paz, Angela's sister, she's gonna want revenge because she blames James for like taking his sister away and causing all of this trouble. She's got his son and the dad to look after. Mm. But is that would that really drive you to kill someone? Yeah, could have done without it. If they had listed those seven suspects of who shot Ghost and it was just six and Paz wasn't in it, I wouldn't be like, oh no, where's Paz? She wasn't a tough, she wasn't a hard, tough character, was she? And An- Angela wasn't, when Angela was alive, like, the whole story was that they were like good, pure, aspiring family that wanted to get out of the hood, they wanted to get away from that get away from the drugs that was the whole story about that that was their whole storyline was that they were like the aspirational family so there was no way Paz was going to become a gangbanger in the final in the final series you know and I also again to talk about reintroducing characters and storylines I mean was that the first time we'd met the nephew oh yeah I mean he had more lines than you've had in this whole podcast Helen Kelly I mean he 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 spoke loads the dad going to hospital I don't care if he's in hospital or anywhere else it was just bananas um and I don't think yeah Paz wasn't big enough or powerful enough or bad enough to warrant an entire episode they gave Paz like a real like what was I deemed to be a very emotionally charged scene where like her dad recognizes her again and I'm just like all right like yeah literally yeah. just like get are you still watching one. from netflix yeah no honestly <laughs> and she's a great actress because she obviously is in orange is the new black and plays this like incredibly well-rounded 3d character so it's not her it's the crap writing i'm sorry to say for you that can, one it was yeah, yeah. um I, I i think we didn't need the episode at all i don't think it explored any new themes we all knew that Paz didn't avenge her sister's death by murdering ghost she didn't have really the means i think she had a motive but no more compelling than anyone else um, and there were some plot holes here. You've written, how does she get a gun into truth? I mean, has anyone ever been to a yeah. nightclub? That was the most impressive thing she did. Yeah. Was get a gun into truth. Got it out on the dance floor On the dance well. floor. You can't get a yeah, body spray into some clubs, well. let alone a And everyone gun. was just like, oh, yeah, sweet, carry yeah. on. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think anyone had money on Paz uh, being the killer. No. Um, that episode was called He Always Wins. Is that not like a That's link a to... That's line, isn't it? Yeah, when... She was saying, didn't she say to Paz, like, you can't do anything, mm. like, James always wins. Yeah. yeah, well, no one won in that episode, including the viewers. So, oh. yeah. But no, nice. no. Nice segue. <laughs> Someone did. Oh, who? Paz did get some money, didn't she, from Ghost's Will at the end. Oh, yeah, and Tommy's mum. Yeah. 
Oh, that was mad, wasn't it? That scene yeah. in, the, in the... Is that how wills work? You go to a glossy high-rise right. and, and, and a sort of series of like very attractive lawyers tell you that you've been left thousands <laughs> and thousands of dollars by a, a, a random relative. And then when Tasha grabs her and pulls her into that conference room... That without annoyed any- me so much. <laughs> because what, like... And it didn't even get any clearer into the later episodes that we're going to actually go into. But, like, why would she tell... Why did she tell Paz that... Tommy killed Angela. We don't know. Like he spent, because at this point, what we'll get to in future episodes is that she's had her life spared by Tommy, even though she killed Lakeisha. And then the next day she's gone and told Paz that he killed. Yeah, exactly. Like that should have been a key scene when, yeah, Tasha, yeah, has her life spared by one of her, you know, closest, nearest and dearest, but then completely turns on him and stabs him in the back with no reason. She didn't need to tell Paz at all. She, she, it wasn't like she gained anything from telling Paz. I mean, we still have an episode to go. We might find out, but just like, no, oh, don't no. do it. Oh no, I want to mute Paz. I don't care. Yeah. Sorry. She shouldn't come back. No, she shouldn't come back. There was a good one though. There was, there was one good egg. Tommy. Tommy. That episode was called It's All Your Fault. Talk to me about Tommy. I think this was the best episode of Power I've seen for a really long time. And I've been watching Power for four years. What do you think, AD? Yeah, it was the best one of the six season. I don't know if I'd go of all time, but it's... I've always been more dramatic than you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was good. It was good. Okay, so this starts with obviously Tommy wanting to avenge the death of his of his girlfriend Lakeisha. Um, he he goes to Tasha. He spares Tasha's life. He realizes he can't execute. One that of was the a really friends. powerful scene. Really powerful scene. And she really turns good. around and she's like, "I'm I'm I'm glad it was it was you that kills me that would be killing me." She turns around. He you know realizes he can't kill effectively what is like his his sister from you know growing up. Yeah, or Tariq's um, mother. He can't leave Tariq without yeah, mother because no, he knows ghosts is a bit of a... I could have. Very terrible. Who? I'd have just left Tariq to do his own thing. Oh. Tom, Tommy should have just done it there and then. What? what kill and Tariq? And you want to talk about being dramatic? <laughs> what about the other baby? What's her name? Yasmin. 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 Thank you, producer Kaylee. I need to remind myself because it was so good. I, didn't, I might have forgotten the details. So he's trying he to... He basically bench- he tracked down um, Elisa Marie, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so this was a great episode and we will get to all the reasons it was great. I think probably my biggest frustration with this episode was that we centred Elisa Marie, who readers may or listeners may remember as the orphaned daughter of uh, Proctor and his coke-addicted wife, Elisa Marie's mother. Um, she, she doesn't even get a name. What is Elisa, that? I don't, I don't know. Know. I don't Mrs. Proctor. I mean, who yeah, knows? let's go with that. <laughs> Ms. Proctor. So she's this orphan. Her uncle was also killed. So she's living with this new woman whose name I'm not even, I don't even know what that, what her name is, that brunette. with the, Auntie with something. Auntie. Benny's oh. sister. Um, and Elisa Marie becomes kind of central to this whole episode because she's the one who is, she's got the laptop, she's got the SIM card, she's got the recordings that incriminate, um, that shows that, that Proctor knew all about uh, Jamie and Tommy's sort of various nefarious activities. And so she becomes a kind of centre of this episode and Tommy kidnaps her and leaves her with his own drug-addled, riddled mother, Kate, who is impossibly cruel in this episode. I think she's... I, I, yeah, mm. I thought this oh, yeah. I, when she was um, shouting at goes at, at Tommy that he was you know he was she she preferred goes to Tommy and that Tommy would never amount to anything. When Tommy was her second son, yeah, but yeah. she just thinks that her she just thinks that he's just killed Ghost. She just thinks he's completely betrayed his brother. She doesn't give him a chance to defend himself. 
I what good mother would do A day that? before he said he was going to do it. I like Tommy. I like this episode. But I, I, I sort of sympathise with Kate a little I'm bit. I'm team Tommy over oh, Kate. Oh, no, I thought Kate was impossibly cruel. Um, and like, the kind of dynamic between Elise and Marie and Tommy reminded me of the great film Leon um, with Natalie Portman, where she played... You know, have you seen Leon? Never seen it. Oh, okay. So, so, she, she, so Natalie Portman's like a young Natalie Portman. And she is this kind of... She teams up with this contract killer and they kind of teach each other things. And he, she softens him and, he, and, and they kind of... And she's the one that everyone's learning from. And that kind of narrative where like the kind of surprising young, young woman is seen to be kind of educating these hardened men, I quite liked. Okay. But... It's worth a watch, but I don't get... You can put it on your hinge. Like, if you've seen Leon, people are more likely to... <laughs> people, That's it's like a good, it's a good thing to do. Yeah, the algorithm really rewards it, I promise you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I kind of like that dynamic, but again, I just don't understand why like, Elisa Marie became kind of the most important character in, in this episode, because this was sort of us saying goodbye to Tommy who has been riding with us since the beginning of time, since the beginning of this series. This was our big farewell to Tommy. Oh, I did, see, I would, I'd have an issue with it if the girl playing Elise Marie wasn't very good. I thought she's like, she's a very good actor. Agreed, and agreed. That, and I think she did quite well in that episode. And you could actually like feel the chemistry between the two. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just fake. It wasn't something like Dre and his mum that was just put in there to put it in there. Mm-hmm. This was like... These two clearly had history and this young girl was able to carry it and I thought she did really well. Okay, okay. Quite liked it. Um, and then at the end, uh, we see Tommy just kind of is getting out of the game and he's driving to California. He takes one of his re- his vintage cars. He murders... Who was it he kills outside the shop? Squinty? What Spanky. You, Spanky, my apologies. <laughs> Squinty. Squinty. <laughs> um, he, because, um, that was a great, great shot. That was, was it? Right through the eye. I loved it. It was a good line. I like that line. What is that? If I told you... I'd have to kill have you. I'd have to kill you and then shoots me in the face. Through the no, eye. Yeah. Through the gl- his glasses, glasses through his eye. You're yeah. wearing some spanky inspired specs, I've well, noticed. I, I am, see, I could have been the spanky of the Express. <laughs> That's the absolutely point. foul. It's <laughs> <laughs> just not the reputation you yeah, want. Actually, yeah, scrap that. Scrap um, that. I'll be spinky instead of whatever you called him a minute ago. <laughs> Squinty. <laughs> Squinty. Um, and yeah, so, he, so he says he sort of murders him. He was obviously part of Tommy's crew, but we learned that probably Squinty has um, <laughs> betrayed Tommy behind bars to get a deal to get released from prison. Um, and off he drives into the California, off he drives into the sunset listening to Regulate by Warren G, which to my earlier point about the music in this series i think has been particularly strong there's always like little gems in the soundtrack of power and you'd expect that from fiddy but i just thought that was like kind of absolutely perfect a drug anthem saying goodbye to i really like that yeah, yeah it was effective it I was thought. effective because as well as he's driving away like you see the billboards of tate and you hear tate have like a news bulletin and instead of just like turning around and getting back involved in it and trying to do something to tate he just switches it off and keeps driving yeah tommy's like at peace. To- Toys at peace. Um, what I thought this kind of said was about we, we've sort of spoken about this in the previous episode that we did for this great podcast about Netflix about power. Um, that Tommy was kind of always destined to be by himself, kind of rejected by his mother, never quite nailed the relationship with Kate. Obviously, killed his own father, estranged from Ghost, would have murdered uh, was would have murdered Tasha if he hadn't had kind of like an attack of the principles, and obviously lost the love of his life in the form of Lakeisha. And so I think kind of the idea of him just like driving off without the crew, without any kind of plan and the kind of air of mystery around him. I thought that was, that felt very fitting for Tommy. He also killed Holly. Let's not forget he about that. He did kill. Yeah. He's like pregnant the, girlfriend. He's done, he's somehow, he's managed to get in everybody's His body count as in not, yeah. as, as in people he's killed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> has not he been on, has he put Leon down on Hinge as well? 
<laughs> There's a correlation between body count and Leo, I'm um, Yeah, like it, it, he was always he was always destined to sort of end up alone, and whether that was and I don't know whether there's something kind of comforting in that or something very sad about it. Do you not feel yeah. like he's been like set free because he's always been in Ghost Shadow, even though when Ghost was like, "I want to get out of the drug business," and he kind of let Tommy take the wheel a bit. Tommy still felt like Ghost was dipping in and trying to sort it out, and then with like Lakeisha and Holly, like Kate was always there, like nudging yeah, it, like that's trying nice. to find out like when you're gonna have like kids and stuff like that. And then she was just wanting to, him for like for her coke supply, basically. And I think he's yeah. just always lived in the shadow of everyone. And now they're all gone; they've abandoned him. He can do his own thing. Like, I really hope. I yeah, that's what I want to take from it because I think we were always kind of rooting for Tommy. Like he was a wrong un. But he had this kind of misguided sense of loyalty, didn't he, to various people, including his, you know, his abusive mother. Um, he and he was always strive. There was a kind of vague moral compass to what he did. He's like always searching for something. Like he was looking for that kind of relationship with his father, and then he killed his own father. Yeah, that is bad. When he you just do that though, wants isn't to fit in and like have yeah. someone, and I feel like everyone just couldn't help him out. But now he's sort of at peace with it all. Yeah, he's like, I don't need anyone. So do you think, because obviously we know that there's power playbook, what's it called? Power book, book, two. Uh, book, book two. two. Do you think uh, Tommy's character will be will be appearing in that? Do you think he was driving off the next set? Well, there's the big rumours because he put up a picture with a cap on that just said Tommy season one. And he wouldn't say whether like that was from power season one or whether there's a spinoff the, about the, Tommy. I, we'll get to this, I'm sure, later on. But the, the way that the power team use social media is just nuts. Like, do yeah. not follow any of the cast on Instagram or Twitter because they tell you everything. But you love that. I love a spoiler, but I appreciate I'm in very much in the minority, as my Hinge dating profile will tell you. <laughs> um, I, I just, I, like, I, I, yeah, I feel like and when, when Lakeisha was murdered, Lala Anthony put up, like, eight pictures of of the death of her character before oh anyone even watched it. Like, just behave yourselves, everyone. Well, because it's released on that Stars app at it's bang on midnight on yeah. a Sunday morning in the States. Yeah, everybody like the just watches day, it. Yeah. yeah, but everybody watches it, like, straight away, goes on social media and then it's spoils it for everybody. And we're in the UK waiting until Monday, refreshing my Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, it's, not it's nuts. Um, okay, so yeah, so sorry. So I will just conclude the Tommy episode by saying I thought there was like some poetry to it. I thought it was sad. I thought Kate came across terribly, but we have a bit of a different opinion on that. Well, I, I liked it because I, in our last podcast about the Who Shot Ghost, uh, just plug it again there, um, I was worried that he was going to be like a bit of a joke and that they had turned him into a bit of a comical character. <laughs> it was going a bit mad, and wasn't it? Now, and like this final episode, I feel like they sort of redeemed it a little he bit. Got his and he was, back. It was a good, it was a good, it was a good, good goodbye. The fitting of, uh, of Tommy Egan, Tommy mm. Egan. So this one, Ms. Kate Kelly. is like, He's got nothing left. He's at his. He's in a bar. He's lost his political yeah. career. Oh, yeah. He's lost his yeah. women. He's lost his yeah. political career. Like he's That's trying it. it on. No one wants to take him home. His brother has to be called. He's he got hinge. Yeah. He wakes <laughs> up in his nephew's bed. I mean, yeah. it's just like what is going on. But he does not give up. Like even when Ramona and like Loretta are like, it's done. Like you're not gonna win. Every time like Ghost is like, you just won't give up, will you? He goes and gets a coffee and everyone's like, oh my God, Tate, like, can we get a picture? And he just like any kind of admiration from anyone. He's like, right, okay, I'm back in the game. I can do it. And he will not give up. And it kind of works in his favor. Like 
his brother even says like you should go buy a lottery ticket because you're so lucky well he is lucky to have got a whole yeah. episode devoted to him i think i'd well, start uh, off by yeah, saying again I mean, talking about one. secondary characters tate the congressman talk about lucky i think he was lucky to even get a whole episode about him talking about secondary characters yeah um they yeah so they put an entire character's arc in one episode i don't didn't actually quite mind tate but again similar to paz i'd have been quite satisfied if he just wasn't even a suspect i don't think he was never going to be the one who shot him. No, he's also not a gangster. He's a he's, he's a, a grubby weakling. he's a grubby politician and a weakling. But he's certainly not a bad boy. He was going to kind of grab a gun and kill Ghost in a nightclub. That was just never plausible. But wasn't he a police officer before he was a politician? Yeah. So I, I just think know. I just think Maybe he was he, al- he was always his his the the kind of curiosity about him was that he was. Um, he was a bad guy, but in like good positions. Like he was running to be the first black congressman um, in the state in the state of New York, wasn't he? And he was, and then also a police officer. You know, he had these um, positions of authority and moral authority, but actually was like a grubby, self-centered, ambitious guy in those positions. He probably could have worn a suit to go back to and plead with the Democrats to put him back in place. He like turned up at like the Ritz or the Ivy or wherever they're having dinner, in like a hoodie, and like oh. sat down with Ramona and was like. Remember Barack Obama? I'm going to do what he did. Oh god! And they were like, "See you later." I love how they de- like they deploy the hoodie in power. Like as soon as you're a bit sad, they put you in a hoodie. Like Tasha goes from like mega glamour, like mink coats, and then they put her in a hoodie when she's down on her luck. And then yeah, when anyone's doing anything bad or be feeling sad, they put you in some like leisure wear. <laughs> The state of sacks in the last episode is in the uh, trailer for the last oh, episode. Oh, and he has that kind of mushroom coloured, mm. um, like kind of slightly Blech. greasy looking hoodie. Oh. Don't wear that on your hinge date. Um, <laughs> don't you think there's something kind of perverse about a, a series that started in a kind of glamorous urban hip hop nightclub concluding with a with an episode about congressional politics? Um... I mean, you wouldn't. I didn't think we were going to end up caring about no. a congressman when I when we started. Do we care about congressmen? Well, because I really don't. No, but I just think it's kind of an unusual. It was I a just, beginning, of interesting well, end. It's point. just to show you that you know, sort of corruption and this sort of backstabbing dealings go on in all elements of society. But I they imagine. could have weaved it in like differently. Like I just think with like Paz and Tate and Sachs. You could have weaved their characters into the episodes of like Dre, Tasha, Tariq. Absolutely. And then the last kind of um, episode, you still don't know who the suspects are because that's the problem with every episode for me. You've gone beyond Ghost being shot. So I thought it was going to be like the whole day until Ghost got shot. You still don't know who it is. But we know that Tate's back running yeah. for congressman and Paz got the money from Ghost Will. And so it's like, right, okay, well, we're only really down to Sachs, Tariq and Tasha. And then if you've seen the leaks online, you kind of know who it is. So I've just kind of got to this point where like, well, there's not really any theories because we know who it is. And there's taken yeah. all that suspense away. And I don't really care who gets any money at all. Like no, I, 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 I couldn't care if like Paz's son or whoever he is gets to go to back to school. I, I completely agree, and I think what you're what you're saying, kind of, uh, we've got it written on our notes here. Is like kind of like the reaction to the this final part of the series has been, and I think we've sort of summed it up a bit here as well. Has been like quite disappointed in the whole thing. Um, this could have, you know, this should have been a really fiery and powerful end to a series that we've all been watching for four years now. And actually, yeah, it's been you know wrapping up the stories of characters we barely knew or cared about. Um, and then leaving us, well, firstly, the leaks, which we can talk about, and then just leaving us with two, the two most obvious people who would have killed, the two most obvious suspects. Yeah. And well, I think there's a, there's a reason why this sort of style of storytelling isn't 
that madly popular, with the exception of Power and Emmerdale recently. Like oh, do it, the Venn diagram of Emmerdale and Power. <laughs> so we had EastEnders <laughs> and Power last time, and now we've got... Yeah, what is em- what, I, I Oh, who know. killed Graham Foster? Who was he? A similar character to Ghost? Not really. Mm, he was kind of like... He was a... Che- yeah, sort of He was Cheshire-y. kind of like mysterious. He had different roles. He's like a bad guy, but he wants to protect people. I think they've kind of got the same kind of characteristics about them. <laughs> oh my God, this is nuts. This is going to be We're so going good. Back this is so good for again. the SEO. Yeah. <laughs> but basically what they've done is they've said, right, we know this bloke's dying and then we, they've gone for the week. You can have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday episodes based on each different suspect. And like, it's quite good, but... At least with Emmerdale, you didn't find out who actually, like, you didn't rule out each suspect yeah, until the end. you got through every single person, and then you were like, on the Thursday, you thought you knew who it was, and right. the person on Thursday was the person. But you didn't know if they <laughs> actually, actually did do it until oh. the Friday. So I never really thought did. I'd hold Emmerdale in such a high regard. Yeah, but they did it better. Well, because you're completely right. I mean, yeah, like, you watch an episode, and, you, and you're like, okay, well, this is about sex, so I, or this is about Tate, so I know it yeah. wasn't Tate. This is about... Tommy, I know it wasn't him. And so we are left with Tariq and Tasha. And Sax in his mushroom hoodie. There's just no, <laughs> but there's just no way it's Sax, is there? I you reckon that, like, they're going to rule him out within, because we've only got one more episode left. They'll probably rule him out within like 20 minutes. Like how long is if this going to be? If they know how to tell a story, they've got to rule Sax out after the credits because it, who gives a flying banana about Sax and his, you know, kind of relentless pursuit through the mechanisms of the state to to get ghost in jail who cares but they could have put him in paz's episode because the whole way through after angelo was shot they're working together so yeah. just pop him in the same episode two bits one stone two boring characters out uh, done absolutely move on. Oh, I, 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 I have to say i did give him a bit of defense i did quite like sax for like the first five seasons and then this season where he's just like this sort of mess because yeah. I think the love of his life, Angela, yeah. who he secretly loved. But yeah, he did love Angela. It. Yeah. yeah. No, but that, but that, but, and it was good to have someone on the, kind of, on the law and the legal side, like pursuing Jamie, because obviously we knew that there was all the gangland rivalries and the kind of criminal element to his life. But the idea that there were kind of, you know, the mechanisms of the state trying to kind of shut down that operation added to the kind of stress. And I liked when we were getting both sides of it, you know, that there were pressures on the streets as well as in the DA's office. But... It, it, but you're right, he he became a kind of caricature, didn't he? Getting fired from the job, the kind of him breaking as many rules as everyone else. He just became another crim in a really bad-fitting hoodie. He just ended up being really desperate and he would do anything and, like, getting people to lie so he could try and frame people. And it was just, like, too much. Yeah. And he just got brought down too much, I think. Yeah, agreed. I, yeah. I really... Really like this series, but these last five episodes could have just been a half hour extension on the end of episode 10. Agreed, agreed. Especially if the leaks were anything to go by. Are we going to talk about the leaks? Yes. Are you going to issue the leaks warning? Have to do a spoiler alert. Sponsored by Hinge, apparently, as well. The amount we've mentioned it in yeah, this we podcast. Have. I don't know where that's <laughs> Can we get another? Um, yeah. So, we've gone through the four episodes so far. Mm-hmm. It's the final one this weekend. But as I've mentioned before, there have been some leaks. If you don't want to know what happens, I mean, we might know what happens, we might not. But if you don't, switch off right now. No, don't switch off, just scrub through from bit. Or go listen to every other Netflix podcast. Yeah, go back and listen to our old power one. <laughs> yeah. Or wait until you've watched it and then come back. Absolutely, there we go. Or Watch go it. read through my Twitter, it's really funny. Great. Mm. <laughs> go yeah. read our theories. Um, go swipe me on t- Hinge. <laughs> <laughs> go watch Leon, download Hinge. Oh my gosh. So, the leaks. Shall we start with the leak about 
ghost being shot? Yes. Yes. Are we happy with how it ends? With who the shooter Which, is? Yeah. So I don't want to be the one to say it. In case okay, I'm, I'm just scared to say The stars, this. please come after me. In one of the leaked videos, the <gasps> first one to come out, we see Tommy look up when he discovers Ghost's body and it's Tariq who has shot his father and Tasha turns up and tries to get Tariq to go so she can sort out the scene and make sure it looks like they're not implicated. And Ghost says to Tommy, let it go because Ghost doesn't want his son being killed for killing him. And obviously Tasha needs to look after the kids even though her and Ghost are just like not on good terms. So I didn't like it. It just feels like a little bit of a lazy way out because- Such a lazy way out. Um, we know that there's been rivalry between Tariq and Ghost. It's been the theme of the of this series, especially with Tariq sort of trying to forge his own identity, kind of taking on a bit of the kind of ghost um, drug dealery thing, rebelling against the posh private schools he was put in, etc. So we know that that's been like a theme. And I just think to wrap it up with him murdering his dad, it just feels a little bit like, you know, when you're rushing your homework. Well, from the leak I saw, they did try and they've tried to build, obviously they're going to try and build this up to be a big dramatic moment, but they've tried to build it up. And he, Tariq says about how Ghost killed Breeze because he was in the way of his future. So Tariq's going to do the same. And then Ghost goes, hey, hey, I love you, son. And then Tariq shoots him. It just isn't going to work for me. If that's how this ends, I, yeah, I not want my money it. back. And then Tasha runs in and goes, no. Like that. It just, I just, I can't bear, I just think. That's not even the worst part. That's not even the worst part. I just, it just doesn't feel plausible. You know, this is, he's a kid. I mean, to shoot your own dad. Tommy is a kind of hardened, cold criminal, abandoned by his father, raised by a drug addict mother. I think there was, a, and, you know, was acting on bad information from Ghost who he trusted all his life. That felt like a plausible for the character that he would kill his own dad. What's Tariq got to be angry Ghost's about? Ghost's not even done anything that bad. I mean, he's not dad of the year, but who is? You know, Tariq is like Dre. Like he's Tariq will do something, spoiled. but then he's like, oh no, I'm so sorry. Like pretends to be like sad and really apologetic, but he's really not. He just wants to get to the top and be like, I don't need my dad. I don't need my mom. Like I don't need anyone. Like I can handle myself. Kind of like Dre, but. He just can't because he needs that support. He's still a kid. Well, I we can't saw, stand Tariq. No, and mm -hmm. we saw when he got, you know, when he was being held hostage by um, the Italians, <laughs> you know, it was, it was, you know, he needed, he needed Ghost and Tommy there immediately. Mm -hmm. You know, he got himself into a right bind, didn't he? And then when he was, you know, when he was flogging, what did he do? He stole, he stole Tommy's drugs, stole didn't Tommy he? Drug. I mean, he stole Tommy's drugs, didn't he? Stole Yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, the posh school choked. Yeah, like he, he couldn't, he, he couldn't look at his way out of a, out of, a out of a private school detention, let alone, you know, murder his own father. So I just think if this is how yeah. they end, then everyone at Stars needs to go on a writing course because that'd be really disappointing. Well, I literally, I literally just did an article about how the fan reaction to the finale leaks and I try and weigh it up. I try and get balanced arguments oh, on both sides. Oh, you're a good journalist, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know, thank you. And, um, <laughs> but I just couldn't. I could barely find any comments from people who have watched the leaks and have gone, do you know what? That was quite a good ending, that nobody's yeah. everybody's asking them for, for them to reshoot i mean courtney kemp's oh come goodness. out and, well courtney kemp came out before the mid-season premiere and said how like they filmed alternate endings because they know power gets leaked all the time so basically <laughs> yeah it's like a yeah. sieve that so well this is what we're saying about like the marketing team at stars they might be there's one theory that they might have just leaked it themselves mm. to create to try and this, cause... this furor yeah well we did have 50 cents tweet like Ha ha ha, like you didn't, this as if you believe this, show, Yeah, said. like this is, this is, I put it out. 
I mean, I'd like to think everyone at uh, Stars were, were, were kind of in control of this because, yeah, having the two um, episodes, the two sort of potential endings being leaked, I feel like it's not great, is it? So unless, so hopefully it is sort of set, sort of start a social conversation about this, but I think they've chosen two really weak endings. We should probably talk about what the other one is, shouldn't we? Well, the other ending is just to fill you in on what's meant to happen in the middle, according to um, the fans on Reddit, is that to protect Tariq, Tasha will try and blame ghost death on Q, her boyfriend, lover, person, from like earlier in oh, season him. six. Q. But apparently she's going to get him to drive her to truth. But, and then be like, oh yeah, that's why he drove to truth. Like he went to shoot ghost. But Q has an alibi because apparently Q is really smart compared to everyone else. And he's like, oh yeah, I need this person to say that I didn't go shoot. Like I know what Tasha's going to do. So Q has an alibi, which means that Tariq is like fair game. The police could go after him. But Tasha doesn't want his son to go in prison. So Tasha takes the fall. And that's where the latest leak video has come from, which sees Tasha taking off her eyelashes, taking off her wig and walking into prison and cry into her cell and crying. Well, why if, if that happens, I'll just be I won't even bother with book two because they gave him they've given Q, what, 35 seconds of airtime. And, and now he's, he's an integral part to the entire ending of Who Shot Ghost. And we see that bringing down the entire um, St. Patrick dynasty with Tasha in prison. Uh, Tariq, one assumes, has to go live with his grandmother. Who knows what's happening to baby Yasmin? I mean, there's too many, too many unknowns with that. Um, I thought that the scene, if that's true, if that, if the, I thought the acting from Naturi Norton was quite, was quite brilliant actually in that, in that leaked scene where she's sort of going into prison and putting on the jumpsuit. I thought there was something kind of taking off all her kind of finery and having to embrace life as a crime. I thought that was like quite sad. I thought she acted really well mm. in that little clip that we've yeah, seen. Yeah, well, we spoke. Yeah, we spoke about this and how like it's actually quite hard to watch yeah yeah and it must have been hard to actually play out exactly yeah because it's and but i guess it's plausible because you know she is nothing the first thing she's a fierce and loyal mother and she's done everything to sort of protect those children and she did kind of destroy her whole family to protect Tariq. um destroyed her marriage ended up killing her best friend alienating herself from tommy you know she mm. she's she's gone the distance for her kids like very plausible as any mum probably would apart from kate um <laughs> but uh, but yeah, Tasha going to prison to protect Tariq. I mean, oh, for him, I mean, I it's cliche. I it's cliche. Re- it would have worked, like I say, if they had just done all of this into 30 minutes at the end of that at 10th episode, it would have been like a relatively good ending. If we saw Ghost shot, turned around, it was Tariq. And then we watched a few minutes of Tasha trying to frame Q. And I think there's one where she tries to frame Dre as well, because it's Dre's gun. Well, apparently. that was the idea. But apparently they find out Dre's been killed in prison, so they can't frame Dre, but then it's like, well, what's the timeline here? Because yeah. it's a few days before Dre don't is in it, prison. So, like, don't make <clears throat> it that complex. Don't do the five episodes, do the half mm-hmm. an hour. And that would have been a relatively good ending. And then seeing Tasha get uh, dragged out to prison, you know, whip her makeup and her wig off, it mm-hmm. would have been hard hitting and it would have been good. But these five episodes of Who Shot Ghost just, um, a little unnecessary. Agreed, agreed. And I, f- I do feel really cheated. Like, we've all been really loyal viewers of Power for a really long time. And it used to be such a highlight of the week. It mm. was so slick and sexy. And there was so much plot that would happen in an episode. And you could forgive, you know, the kind of gratuitous sex and, you know, r- ridiculous R&B soundtrack <laughs> at times. Other times it was brilliant. Like, you could forgive it. It's nonsense. But I think for it to kind of unravel like this is... Mm. is it, 
Every, it feels rushed. It does feel really rushed. I think you're completely right. And I know most TV fans like, never like love the ending, but this is kind of diabolical. Well, it's similar to like, I can't remember who I said this to the other day, but it's similar to like the way Game of Thrones, that final season was like universally panned. Oh, you all hate it. For that, being rushed and poorly written. And a lot of the ideas behind that was because the two writers had other projects in the line where they like signed up a multi-million deal with Star Wars, yeah, maybe? which they are no longer working on. They've yeah. dropped out. So it's just like... And the thing is with the power, the power universe as well, they've now all got these future projects up. So I have a feeling it's just like, right, let's get power done. Let's get this final series done and then we can focus on Power Book 2 power or the prequel. Book two. Yeah. And it's like, well... Put all your eggs into this basket for now because you're still working on this. Absolutely, and be, and then you can focus on. And that. I just think it's respectful to the viewers who have spent, mm. who have like kind of made this franchise. I mean, there was at one point when it was going to be taken, when it was taken off Comscore, wasn't it? One of the big streaming platforms in the mm. states. Yeah. You know, power hasn't been hasn't in, hasn't always enjoyed a kind of smooth sailing with regards like viewers and audience. But there is that contingent online, us three. There's like a, there's a hardcore people who really love it, and like celebrities that really love it as well. So I just think it's just, I think it's kind of almost like, disre- not to get too deep about it, I think it's like disrespectful to fans who have kind of kept this 100%. franchise going. Because yeah. it could very easily have been cancelled at any point, couldn't it? Um, but, you know, because of us keeping the conversation alive and you guys and with your relentless pursuit of these storylines on our site, <laughs> you've kind of kept, you know, it, it, I think they owe something more to us than, oh, it was the estranged wife. It was a son. Yeah. 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 I'm still a, you can't lie, like, still a big fan of the show, but yeah, just... Yeah, just yeah. do something. Come better. on, guys. It's your I just job. feel like because they haven't done a great job with the last five episodes, that we kind of just don't want to watch Power Book Two. Like, how yeah, how much are you going to want to watch it? Because I think like I'm not even that bothered about the Game of Thrones spin-offs because I just think if they're going to be the same as the ending of Game of Thrones, why like why would I put my time and energy into that? If yeah. It's not, it's going to let me down. You need to set it up. Mm. You need to get the hype and you need to get the conversation and you need people excited for your future project. Otherwise, what's the point? I just hope that everything that we've seen online, all of the leaks, the spoilers that have come out are all totally wrong (laughs) and something amazing happens and like Ramona shoots him. There we go. Or Angela comes back from the dead. Well, what about the leak that I I found earlier? The leak of Ramona and Blanca that we all think is fake. It's definitely fake. No. But that would be that would be great. Yeah. Ramona, we've known for a long time. I said this in the Who Shot Ghost one. Yeah, this is 100% actual theory. We know. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> yeah, I was no, in the writer's no, room. No, 100%, you were in the writer's room. Um, yeah, I mean, like Ramona, we're super invested in. She's got a weird, we, she's got a mysterious backstory. She certainly has motive now. It would be so great if she were kind of outed as this woman that brought down the St. Patrick dynasty. That I would really love to watch. And also why she did it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. back that backstory would be I'd, I'd, that would be a finale I'd want to watch. Yeah, but that's a much better. That's why we should have had like Dre, Tasha, Tariq, maybe someone else, and the, or like Ramona and her backstory in like one episode, and then the final episode be ghost being shot, and then you seeing one of those four suspects being revealed, and then it's yeah. like, yeah. There's the fallout. See, I've written it. Like that's your reshoot. Fifty cents. <laughs> go ahead and do it. At stars, if you're listening. How long have we got? We got what? Two days. Should These we just go get yeah. it? Yeah. Should we, we just go remake we it? Well, I, well, we've I'm, got I'm, our Lakeisha. I mean, I'm happy to do any sort of stunt. <laughs> and spinky. Yeah. And, and whatever you. Squinty. Every time you say it, it sounds ruder. Spinky. Yeah. Apologies. I'll be ghost. Your new hinge name. Um. Okay. So we've got two days left until it's out. What's going to happen? Who knows? Hopefully they'll reshoot it afterwards if it's this disappointing. Maybe not. But 
contact us on Twitter at Netflix Pod. Please do. And let us know what you think of the um, final episode. Tell us who you think it's going to be in the final run up to. We'll put a poll on there. And join us next week on Netflix for our review of The Goop Lab. Woo! Are you doing Goop Lab next week, Alex? I'm waiting for my candle to come first and then I'll... Uh... <laughs> this is what my spinky <laughs> smells like. Um, <laughs> Helen Kelly, thank you so much for Thank you us. for joining me. Ta-ra, ta-ra. Bye.